home with Sarah and Tanil. I see the light by the talented, incredibly talented Mandy Moore. And we, we finally felt that way this morning. <laughs> we finally saw the light because yes. woo, daylight saving time has began it has we're missing an hour of sleep yes but I, I love this time of year i just have to get used to it now can we go back to this song for just a minute of because course. mandy moore obviously those who are fans of this is us i don't want to cry or tear up but this is the final season right and so we i'm a big fan of hers on that show but we have history she was my very first celebrity interview many years ago when i filled in on a radio station in nashville tennessee i got a chance to interview a teenage mandy moore when she was just a little singer that is such a fun fact it is a fun fact and so when i watch her on <laughs> this is us i think about that she was yes. so sweet and so excited about her career and now look, look she's a serious actress now i love it and that song is from the movie tangled which is one of my personal favorite disney movies so we're all connected to mandy moore yes. so anyway <laughs> let's get back to this daylight saving time because you know, we're lightening up in the evening. So that's the, that's the good part Absolutely. about this whole thing. But I think we can think of some other ways to lighten up. Yeah, I think we've got a good spin on it for our listeners today. I think so. And, you know, I've heard the saying time and time again that summer bodies are made in winter. Very true. Well, we've missed our chance for that. <laughs> so not going to build any summer bodies. But what we can do are make some small changes yes. so that we can be a little bit healthier. That's right. There's easy ways we can lighten up in the kitchen. Okay. All right. I'm all for that. And, you know, one of the things that really bugs me, Sarah, is when I see people that are cooking things in a pan and they add fat to it. You right. know, they add oil, they add butter to get things not to stick. Right. So we just want to talk about a couple of things we can do to keep from having to add excess fat to our food. The very first thing we can do is to have good cookware. That's an investment now that you should make in yourself and in your family. Non-stick cookware. And it, and it will last a long time if you take care of it. It does. Yeah. It lasts a long time, but it has that surface on it that reduces the chances that your food is going to stick anyway. Yes. So that's the first thing we can do. Yes. And then the other thing, instead of adding oil or butter, we can use the non-stick cooking spray that doesn't have calories and doesn't have fat. Right. That's an easy thing to do too. And that does last forever. You know? Oh, they do. So it's, it's very inexpensive mm -hmm. and it really will help you cut back on fat and calories because usually a lot of things we're putting in there if we're doing a stir fry or something mm -hmm. it's healthy foods it is and we're adding you know the fat to it yes so, yes and there's other ways to flavor and sometimes you can do that with that spray yeah so just that's just that's my pet peeve is we don't have to add any fat to our pans as long as we have non-stick cookware and we spray it with non-stick cooking spray absolutely so when we talk about you know, cooking that way, we often think of frying our foods as well. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we know how we do that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> there are other options to cook our foods. You know, don't just think it has to be fried. Baking things, broiling. Y'all, it's time to get that grill out if you haven't already. You know, grill. The grill your... stays out all year in my house. But, <laughs> yes. But, but get it out. Yeah, yeah, get it out because it is a healthier way of cooking things, especially our meats. Yes. Things that we might be tempted to fry to if fry. we cook them inside. 
getting them outside. But yeah. even baking, you know, you can add your spices and make your food oh, taste gosh, so yes. good, pulling it out the oven, um, all kinds of things. And go ahead and talk about your favorite alternative to <laughs> frying. I knew you were going to bring it up. Go ahead, because it's mine too. The air fryer. It's the, like my favorite thing in my kitchen. The air fryer is awesome. I didn't think I would use it as much as I do, but I use it a lot I mean, for a lot of every things. Every day. Yeah. So it gives you that fried crispy feel and taste without mm -hmm. the added fat and calories no <laughs> grease most things need yeah. zero oil on it and i'm yep. going to tell you this little tidbit you can use your air fryer to crisp up leftovers oh, so say you've got yes you've got some <laughs> leftover something in the refrigerator and you say yeah but it's kind of soggy now popping in that thing hey Got a fresh new meal. I agree. I used to never keep leftover French fries. Girl, I do now. Yeah, pop them in there. It's like I just ordered them. Yes, <laughs> there you go. So there are a lot of alternatives to frying. Mm -hmm. And so we definitely save ourselves a lot of fat and calories when we choose one of the others. And the cleanup is usually a lot oh, better. Oh, cleanup too. is a lot. <laughs> frying things makes a mess of your yeah. kitchen. Hey, look, we're lightening up on our kitchen. We're lightening up well. on cleanup time. So I'm liking that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a lot of times the things that we add as ingredients, you know, when we're making casseroles and soups and all of the other things that we like to enjoy, uh -huh. they have a lot of fat. So one of the things we can do is pay attention and use the the reduced fat or fat-free products. Absolutely. So I'm going to give you a few examples. Um, things like our cheeses, our cream cheese, sour cream. Uh, if we use canned soups, a lot of times look for the reduced fat versions. Right. Those ingredients, you know, that's just giving us unnecessary fat. By the time we mix it up and make whatever it is that we're making, we won't even realize mm -hmm. that we're using these reduced fat or fat-free ingredients. Right. It's going to taste the same. Now, one exception. <laughs> you, knew, yeah. you knew I was going here. Milk. Okay. Yeah. So here's the deal with milk. Whole milk is, is the full fat milk. Right. All right. So we can step down and go to 2% fat milk. Right. Um, 1% is the next step down. And then skim is fat-free milk. Mm -hmm. In my household, milk is not a beverage. So milk is not something that we consume yeah. regularly. Uh, it's, it's a partner to cereal, basically. I gotcha. <laughs> and it's an ingredient for recipes. 2% is as low as we were able to get in my house. Mm -hmm. Tried 1%. Uh, just couldn't quite do it. it. But since we don't have it very often, it's not a big source of right. our fat in our house. Where do you stand in your house on milk? We're on 2% as well. 2%, okay. Um, but we also are not big milk drinkers either. Okay. So a half gallon will last us a long time. <laughs> yeah, it, and we're not big cereal eaters either, so yeah. <laughs> it, it lasts for a while. Right. But I recommend the step-down method. If you're, If you're using whole, try the 2%. You know, mm -hmm. if you're on 2% and you've been there most of your life, try 1%. A lot of people can deal with it if it's really cold. Yes, and if you're just putting it in cereal or something like that, you're not yeah. just drinking. It makes a difference. Now, and recipe, I can use skill milk because I don't even know the difference. Right. So, that's the good thing to keep in mind. It depends on what you're doing with it. Right. We all have those things we're not willing to lighten up on, mm -hmm. but there are others that we can. Yes. So, so we need to make those trade-offs where we can. You know, in my house, and I know yours too, mm -hmm. like we are meat eaters. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of fat and a lot of types of meat that we choose to eat. Okay. Yeah. 
So we need to consider lightening up on our meat choices. You know, I know it does cost a little extra to buy the extra lean ground beef, mm -hmm. you know. So if that's not within your budget, you can always try, you know, turkey. Ground turkey is an option. Um, a lot of people, we, I mean, just based on where we live geographically, eat a lot of wild game. You mm -hmm. know, you can eat that and said side note my family does we eat a lot of ground venison i know that is not everybody's cup of tea where do we buy ground venison well you can't really buy it <laughs> oh well i don't know how else to get it <laughs> well i have some i can share with you <laughs> in my house we have no way to find it so but that you know a lot of people do hunt and yeah. fish around here yeah um you know if you choose if it's not within your budget to buy the extra lean ground beef mm -hmm. just make sure that you are draining that meat off and rinsing it hot water yes. i actually will rinse it in hot water if i'm going to use that ground beef to make spaghetti sauce or chili or uh -huh. something else where i'm going to be adding more ingredients to it right i really want to get off as much fat as i possibly can so you know don't feel like you have to go buy the expensive meat you can use the you know the cheaper more affordable i would mm -hmm. like to say um because yeah, none of it's cheap no. right now <laughs> ground beef and just drain it and rinse it you know another option too we all like chicken get it without the skin i am covering my ears but you're absolutely <laughs> right because the fat is found under the skin yeah so a lot of people will order a breast mm -hmm. you know or buy chicken breast because that is a very lean piece of chicken it is but if you're going to keep the skin on that's where the fat is yeah so take the skin off or order mm -hmm. it that way you know another option if you want to um, go meatless for a meal, which is something that we recommend. Mm -hmm. um, use beans and peas in place of the meat. You know, have and then you're getting a lot of protein still. You're getting the protein, and you get some fiber in there that's too right. that you're not going to be getting with the actual meat. Absolutely. So uh, that's a, a really good choice to make. And you know, I was thinking about something else when you think about cuts of meat like steaks and pork chops, things that have a uh, fat that you can see. Yes. Get rid of it. If you can see uh -huh. it, cut it off and get rid of it. Right. Um, you know, obviously you can't do that as easily with ground meat. <laughs> no. But the ones that are solid pieces that have fat that you can see. Yes. Yeah. Cut off that visible fat for sure. So that's that's an easy way to lighten up with your meat choices. Okay. Well, I want to think about salt for a minute because uh, this is one that is so easy for us to cut back on salt and sodium without even trying too hard. You know, one of the easiest things to do is take the salt shaker off the table. We don't have one right. on the table. I've got some in the cabinet for baking. So if you're gonna bake, you've gotta keep your salt in. But if you're making a recipe, whether it's a, a casserole, a soup, I keep going back to those two things. I must want one or the other. But you don't have to put the salt in. Even if the recipe says half teaspoon, teaspoon of salt, um, you can omit it. It's not going to change your recipe. It's right. not going to mess anything up. So that's something to keep in mind. And chances are, if you're using canned ingredients in there or you're using other packaged ingredients, they've got salt in them. That's right, because mm -hmm. you don't need to add it. So many mm -mm. of our foods that you may be using have it. You're exactly right. Yes, it's already in there. And if salt, like at my house, two of the, pe two of the people that live in my house love salt. So mm -hmm. I don't add it when I'm cooking because I know that they are going to add it when they go to eat, you know, so that yeah. I try to reduce it that way. Mm -hmm. And I mentioned vegetables that yeah. can go in your soups and casseroles. Yeah, canned. You specifically mm -hmm. mentioned that. We need to watch that and try to buy uh, the 
no salt added because mm-hmm. canned vegetables are great to use. Yeah. You just want to buy the no salt added and then still the recommendation is to rinse them. Yeah. Yeah. You know, to get that, any salt on them, try to get it off mm-hmm. for sure. So we definitely want to do that. And mm-hmm. I just recommend that people experiment with other seasonings and spices that don't have salt in them. I mean, yes. <laughs> the spice section is filled with choices And, you know, salt doesn't have to be the one that we choose. I agree. And then consider your fresh herbs. Mm -hmm. You know, that that can be a game changer for a lot of people and a lot of dishes, too. Yeah, this spring, that may be something you Mm -hmm. want to look at is is growing a couple of herbs because that won't take uh, space. No, no. And that's easy to do, so. Yes. So that definitely seasoning plays into this as well. Mm-hmm. You know, we've talked about canned vegetables. Uh-huh. Looking at canned fruits, it's not salt we want to watch for. It's sugar. Mm-hmm. You know, we want to definitely get purchase canned fruits that are in their 100% their own juices. You don't want to find any in heavy syrup in your cabinet at home. Um, Even the light syrup adds so much sugar. Yeah. So I agree. If we can find that uh, in 100% juice mm-hmm. or in its own juice, that's going to reduce the sugar amount. Yeah. Make us feel better about having it. And you know, a lot of parents serve those little canned fruits to their children. Oh, yeah. And they make a good snack. They do. So we, just, we want you to eat fruits and we vegetables. Do. We just don't want to have the added sugar and added salt, you know, when we have when we do eat them. So we've been talking about things to lighten up on. Uh, I want to switch for a moment and talk about something we need to get more of. Okay. And that's fiber. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a really important thing that we need to have more of in our diets. And we can make one simple switch that's going to help with that if we go from white rice to brown rice or oh. white pasta to whole wheat pasta. Yes. Or the most simple probably is white bread to 100% whole wheat bread. I think what you just said is key. You need to look on the label and make Mm -hmm. sure it says 100% whole wheat. But yes, adding that fiber is is like so helpful (laughs) to many people. Yes, yes. You know, fiber does so much good for our bodies and most uh, people walking around do not get enough. No, and we're talking heart health. We're talking blood sugar regulation. We're talking digestive health. We're talking about so many different things. Mm -hmm. Um, when we talk about fiber. So it's important that we do that. So, and remember, just because it's brown, that doesn't mean <laughs> that it's whole wheat. Exactly. So you, you know, got to read. Looking at those labels. You've got to read. So speaking of fiber, a couple other ways to get more fiber in your diet is to look at your fruits and vegetables too. Mm-hmm. A simple example is just your lettuce choice. Okay. You know, a lot, and it's easy because it's, it's already done, like for you in many situations is iceberg lettuce. If we make the swap to like romaine or mm-hmm. your other or spinach, yeah, kale. Those You're talking for just a salad, yes. just just a plain salad, or even to put on like your sandwiches okay. and things. Yeah, if you make the switch to darker greens, they have a lot more fiber and other good vitamins and minerals. So that is definitely a switch to consider. The more color that something has, 
then the more nutrients you're going to find in it. And so yes. lettuce is a great example. You know, iceberg lettuce is barely green. It's almost oh. white. It's, it's very light <laughs> exactly. green. And romaine is a richer green. And of course, spinach, kale, those are dark green. Dark so uh, those are going to be the richest ones for yeah. us. So you're yeah. increasing your fiber as well as getting some other vitamins and minerals that your body needs anyway. Mm-hmm. You mm -hmm. know, and kind of last thought, my last thought about fruits and vegetables, when you can, I know it's not feasible for all fruits, and vegetables yeah. but wash off that peel and eat it right along with the food item like your apples go wash those suckers off and take a bite i was gonna say not a banana no no <laughs> not a banana okay because there's so much fiber found in the skin and so many people peel an apple and give it to children even like children that are seven eight nine uh -huh. and i'm going let them bite the apple or cut the apple and leave the skin on right because you know that's where fiber is it's right under the skin of the apple it and is. so we want to make sure that that they're getting that so all of these are great tips because this is National Nutrition Month. That's right. And this is a great time for us to really focus on, I don't know, maybe making these small changes so we can lighten up on everything except fiber. <laughs> we want to increase fiber, That's right. but lighten up on all the other stuff. I love so it. hopefully um, our listeners have been able to pick up at least one tip or two or three that yes. they want to try. Make work for them, exactly. So. I am sleepy. I am sleepy. This daylight savings time is going to take some getting used to. I know. But thank you to all of our listeners for joining us today. And in the words of Mr. Bob Marley, live the life you love. And love the life you live. Happy daylight saving time, everybody.